0: Welcome, everyone, to the Made to Be Real podcast. Um, This is a podcast where I will be focusing mainly on personal journals, my mental health journey, and honestly, just a place where I can freely express myself. Um, This is me, your host. My name's Joni. A little bit about me is I'm a first-year business student at Wilfrid Laurier University in Waterloo, Ontario, Canada. I'm very passionate about mental health, fashion, movies, and I've also recently become very interested in astrology and the roles that each sign plays in their life. I know it's sometimes silly and doesn't seem believable, but I've become recently interested in it. I'm very excited to have all of you listening and also excited to see how this journey goes. I'm open to feedback you may have for me because I've never done anything like this before. I was inspired to start a podcast by various family members and friends who started their own podcast. And I've honestly been motivated by how candid and authentic they were when they recorded their episodes. So I wanted to create my own because I see myself as a really honest person and so when I saw those people creating their own podcasts I thought you know what I'm a pretty honest person I feel like I could make really good episodes really entertaining I see myself as kind of a funny person so I feel like I could make this work I can't believe I'm doing this though. I've been wanting to do it for over a year now since quarantine started but I was just like really scared and not really sure what I'd say or how to start but I think now is kind of the perfect time to start. I'm finishing up my second semester of school and things are kind of dying down in waterloo and life has kind of been boring so i'm ready to start something new start a new project that hopefully will go through the summer like i said i'll be discussing my strengths struggles and thoughts throughout this podcast i'm really excited to start having real conversations story times experiences moments i want to share uh, recommendations honestly whether that be advice books movies products the cat the category or genre of this podcast is kind of unclear at the moment I'm gonna roughly say it's mental health but it probably will just be me discussing my personal journey I am looking forward to expressing myself in a judgment-free zone and I can't wait to see where all of this goes. I'm very excited. And I I'm not really expecting a lot of people to listen, but I'm more just doing this for myself cuz it's kind of therapeutic in a way to have a place where you can just freely say what you want to say. With all of that said, I would like to get into the topic of today's episode. Which is going to be how to be a hot girl or hot person, um, be more confident in yourself, love yourself, and along those lines. Because we're slowly going into Hot Girl Summer. And for those of you listening who do not know what Hot Girl Summer is, essentially it's a term that's been coined like within the past two years that lets girls and guys, for that matter, do whatever the heck they want. In my opinion, I think Hot Girl Summer can be anything you want it to be, and it doesn't necessarily have to do with quote-unquote being hot. It can more just be with accepting yourself and loving yourself for all of you, if that makes sense. And I have definitely gone through a long journey of this, but I have learned a lot that I want to share in today's episode. Regardless, I have noticed that Gen Z is a generation that is completely filled with individuals who are struggling with their mental health and have a lot of difficulty accepting themselves, and I think that's really sad that we're all so consumed with our flaws and like hating ourselves and I personally have struggled with self-image and have been very critical of myself from a young age but there are a few things that I have learned throughout the years that have helped me feel more confident in myself and become a again quote-unquote hawk girl. The first thing I would like to point out that has helped me become more confident in myself is that your thoughts don't define you. I think it's super easy to fall under a trap of becoming obsessed with your thoughts and letting yourself believe all these lies that the voice in your head is telling yourself. Like, why did I say that? She hates me. I'm so dumb. I'm probably so annoying right now. And for the longest time, I struggled with these kind of thoughts, and I still do sometimes. But it's important to remember that that's literally all they are, thoughts. They're nothing more, nothing less. And I think you need to imagine them as someone else talking to you, and not really you talking, if that makes sense. Like, challenge your thoughts. If you say to yourself, oh, I'm so ugly contradict those thoughts by saying who said that that's not true like it's not accurate it's coming out of nowhere and like you need to challenge yourself and realize that your thoughts are literally just thoughts they don't define anything um and I think a lot of people struggle with that they listen to the voice in their head to such a deep extent that like it literally consumes them and I think that happens to a lot of people but Obviously, remind yourself that you are not your thoughts. You know what I mean? Like, notice them, but don't, like, fight them. And by doing this, I think you'll realize that your mind is separate from who you really are as a whole. Um. not really sure if that makes sense, but that helped me a lot throughout the course of my life. And especially in quarantine, when all you're forced to do is like sit alone with your thoughts and literally just think about things because there's literally nothing else to do. Also, side note, I am in an apartment in Waterloo and a lot of loud noises come from outside. So disregard that if you're hearing that. Another thing that I think will help you become the hot girl you really want to is to focus on the things that you really love about yourself even if they're small and there's not a lot of them i think that is literally crucial and so so important people get so caught up in their flaws and don't get me wrong it's really easy to especially as a young adult in today's society and in the media where everyone is portrayed as perfect and literally flawless but to start thinking about things you like about yourself it can be really really beneficial to your mental health and can make a way bigger difference than you think it can especially if you work on it slowly every day and it can be little things like the way I smile or my sense of style or for me personally I really love how I can make people laugh, and I can really make people feel good about themselves. And I think in focusing on things about yourself that you really like, it'll help you be more confident in yourself. Because if you notice, when people talk about themselves, they literally never say anything positive. It's always, ugh, I hate the way my stomach looks, or I hate the way like my eyes are or I'm so bad at school I'm not smart and that is so bad for you like to fill yourself up with these negative thoughts about yourself is literally not gonna do anyone any good especially not you like as cliche as it sounds and as often as you hear in the media you are all you've got like at the end of the day you're gonna die and like The only person that you have guaranteed for the rest of your life is you. So you want to be someone who you're proud of. And like you can't change who you are. So like focus on things you really like. Yeah, there's going to be things you don't like about yourself. Like everyone has that. But I think like look at something. Look at it in a positive way. Like for me, I really don't like that i'm emotional and i'm very sensitive and i really really don't like that about myself but i've turned it into something positive where it's like okay you know what i'm really sensitive and really emotional but i'm really good at making other people feel comfortable safe heard understood i'm like i you know i i feel other people's pain And, like, I'm very empathetic. So, I guess, like, think of it as something like that. Like, if there's something you really don't like about yourself, turn it into something good. And even if it's, like, something external, like your body image, you know, you have one body. And, like, you can't change your body, like, to a certain extent. So, being hard on yourself is literally gonna do nothing. Like, it literally just makes you sad. Um so what's the point like there's literally no point anyways I'm kind of going off on a tangent with that but and I know it's easier said than done for sure and I am not perfect with this but it makes a load of a difference and I have definitely noticed it like whenever I start to have like negative thoughts about myself I pause and I'm like, you know what? But I really like X, Y, Z about who I am. And genuinely, I've noticed it's made a difference and I've noticed I've become more confident in myself. So those who know me know how important this next thing is. And I will never stop talking about it because I think it's so crucial to improve your confidence and be more aware of who you are and attuned with yourself. So it's going to therapy. Now, I feel like therapy is a really, really, really controversial topic. Like, a lot of people think, oh, if you go to therapy, like, you are fucked up or, like, you have problems. And that's honestly not the case at all. And I don't like that it's not well known enough in I mean, it's very known in today's society, but I mean, like, people view it as, like, a negative thing. Like, if you go to therapy, like, there's something wrong in your life. But I totally disagree with that. I think you can be happy and go to therapy. And I genuinely think everyone should go. Like, people make physical checkups at the doctor's office. Why aren't mental health checkups normalized? Like, if you look at statistics and research... Mental health struggles have only increased in the recent, like, whatever, 10-15 years. So why haven't more people been going to therapy? Like, it's just insane to me. I've been going to therapy since I was, like, 12. (laughs) And I'm 19 now. So obviously, I'm going to be passionate about it. But it has changed my life in every way. I feel like I'm so in tune with myself and I really understand like how to I know this sounds weird but like how to effectively communicate and like ask for what you want without being disrespectful I'm like I've struggled a lot um like communicating with friends family members and like being able to validate myself like I don't know why but from a young age I've found it very hard to validate my emotions and like when I get upset I find it hard to be like it's okay to be upset but that's one thing therapy has taught me and like everyone takes different things out of therapy like you don't have to go for it you don't have to go to therapy for the same reason I go you know what I mean I just think it's so so important um and if more people went to therapy i think the world would be such a better place and i also believe that like if you're going to have kids you need to go to therapy before because so many kids are born into this world with fucked up parents who haven't gone through trauma and like just end up fucking up the kid and then the and the cycle continues and i think it's just like fix yourself and make sure you're in a place where you're happy, and, like, you need, and, like, understand yourself before you have kids. That's honestly a different tangent and doesn't really go along with, um, loving yourself. Well, it does, but, like, that's just something that bothers me so much. Like, the amount of parents that are so fucked up because they haven't dealt with their shit, and then they put all their shit onto their kids. Like, it's not okay in any way. Like, before I have kids, I need to be in a place where I don't need to be over my trauma. But, like, I need to be actively working on myself so I don't put anything on my kids, if that makes sense. Like, I think that is so crucial. Um, and I also think it's very attractive when people are actively working on themselves. Like, if you go to therapy, it just shows that you care about you know, fixing yourself. And you want to improve yourself. And, like, you want to get to know the deepest parts of yourself so you can fix it. And I just think that's really attractive. And all of the friends I have who go to therapy are the closest friends I have. Like, they just understand themselves so well. They deal with conflict really well. Like, they don't blame themselves for the stuff that happens in their life. And they're just more at peace. Like, since I've been at therapy, I, like, I don't push things away. Well, I do, (laughs) but, like, you are forced to, like, address difficult things, and as shitty as that is, it helps you move on, and, like, by addressing difficult things in your life, it helps you accept yourself more, if that makes sense, and I could literally talk about how important therapy is to me for hours, but If you are listening to this and you're someone who really struggles with your self-image, who you are as a person and you're really having a hard time, I strongly recommend therapy. And I know it's hard like finding the right therapist and it's really hard opening up and kind of telling this one person you don't know your whole life story. Like, don't get me wrong, it's so vulnerable and you have to be so real. But, like, it is so worth it. The weight that gets lifted off your chest when you, like, talk about something, like, to a professional. Because when you, like, I know a lot of people when they're upset they tell their friends. But, like, your friends can't help you in the way you need. Like, your friends can't give you professional advice. And they could be saying things that just make it worse and you don't even know. Like, I, (laughs) okay, I'm the last person to say this because I tell my friends literally everything. But, like, My deepest struggles I only talk about in therapy because I know that I'm getting professional help and, like, I know I'm getting help that will actually work for me, if that makes sense. Like, you don't want someone telling you things that is just gonna make it worse. But, long story short, I think therapy can help you unlock different parts of yourself and it can help you work on things that you might not like. And it will definitely help you be more confident and just grow as a person. And I really am an advocate for it. Um, since I've been in therapy, like I said before, I feel so much more confident about myself. And I think everyone should be in therapy. But that is enough about that tangent. I just paused because it's literally pouring outside. I don't know if you can hear it. You probably can't, but it's raining really hard. Um, (laughs) I'm all like over the place now because I don't remember what I said. Oh, yes. Okay. The next thing that I think will help you be more confident in yourself is to do things that you're actually passionate about and do things that you want to do and not just things that other people want you to do if that makes sense like and it can literally be anything um I know that some people listening maybe even my siblings are gonna like have a negative reaction to this but things like something I really like is watching movies and yeah that's not necessarily the most productive thing But, and I'm not necessarily passionate about it, but it really makes me feel relaxed. And, like, when I watch a coming-of-age movie about, like, let's say a girl who is, I don't know, going through it, whatever. Like, some of those movies might be Lady Bird, um, The Edge of Seventeen. Those movies really, like, make me feel less alone in my struggles. And so that's why I love to watch them. And that's also why I'm really big on, like, do things you want to do. Because if you do something for someone else, you're just not going to be satisfied. And you're not going to feel happy, if that makes sense. Like, another thing that I'm really passionate about is journaling. And, like, (laughs) going to therapy, like I said. Because that's something, like, I really like talking about my feelings. And I like talking about mental health. And so... And that makes me feel better and it makes me feel confident because I know I'm doing things that I actually like to do. So as opposed to like, um, what can I say for this? Some of my friends are really passionate about finance. (laughs) And I'm not saying I'm not, but I really don't like math. And if I, let's say, took a finance course for my friend and not for me because I'm actually passionate about it. It would just be a waste of time and I would hate it. And then I would end up feeling more insecure about myself because I didn't like what other people liked. Like, it makes no sense. That's why I think, like, in doing things you're passionate about, you'll learn more about yourself and you'll feel happier. You'll feel more in tune with yourself and you'll be doing things that you actually like to do. If that makes sense. Like, another thing I would say I'm passionate about... Um, to a certain extent, (laughs) like, (laughs) okay, don't quote me on this, but I like running to a certain extent, obviously, like I'm not a good runner, but when I, when I'm anxious and I go for a run, I feel like all that, like nervous energy is just being burned and then it's gone and I'm no longer stressed. And that's something I've learned that I like to do and that I'm kind of passionate about. Um, not that I'm a professional runner or anything. I definitely, it's a love-hate relationship. Like, I hate running at the same time, (laughs) but not really sure where I was going with that one. But essentially, like, in doing things you really like to do, um, what am I trying to say here? In doing things, like, you are really happy doing, you'll realize that, like, you don't really need anyone else. I don't know, that one's kind of a difficult one to grasp, but for me, like, when I do things that make me happy, I feel genuinely more confident, weirdly, and I feel like a hot girl, because I'm doing, like, I'm being my best, true version of myself. Okay, this next one, I think, is very crucial, and if you're gonna take anything from this episode... I would recommend taking this next thing I'm about to say. So it's to surround yourself with people who don't make you feel like you need to be someone else. This is so important. Oh my god. And I'm going to use a personal story to make this point more effective. But basically in high school... Nothing against anyone I went to high school with. I think they're all really good people. But in high school, I really felt like I had to be a specific person. And I just didn't really... Okay, this sounds so like indie movie, but I didn't really feel like I fit in. I hate that I'm saying that. And it was. it's nothing against like anyone I went to high school with. But like, I just felt like I had to be someone I wasn't. And, like, I kind of hated that, and I didn't really feel like I fit in. And then I went to university, and I was... I told myself before I went to university, like, Joni, you're just gonna be who you are. You're gonna be weird as fuck. Like, you're a weird person, but that's okay. Just be yourself, and, like, the people who are meant to find you will find you. And so I kind of had that mentality going into university, and... I, um, I lost my train of thought. What was I saying? Oh, yes. (laughs) I actually hate myself. I don't, that's a joke. That literally goes against everything I'm saying in this episode. (laughs) But, um, I met these people. Oh, fuck. Am I still recording? I think I am. Oh, yeah. Okay. I met these people who loved me for me and there was no feeling compared to that like I had met these people who I didn't feel like I needed to be anyone for them like I felt so comfortable in my own skin and I can't even explain that feeling to you but it's literally amazing and I feel like if you stop surrounding yourself with people who make you feel like you need to be someone or with people who like I don't know, have different values than you, I want to say. Like, it's kind of detrimental to your health. And, like, it can kind of be stressful. But in finding, like, people who have similar values to you and who accept you for you, it's so helpful. Like, I met this one friend. This is kind of, like, not really in university. But in high school, I met this one friend. She definitely knows who she is. But I met this one friend who... I just felt so comfortable being myself around and like I genuinely did not feel like I needed to be anyone else and we just had this connection like she's so much like me and she's such an amazing person and like it made all the difference being with her because I felt like I could be myself and like it makes such a difference in your mental health when you're with people who are actually like Validating and who are good for you as opposed to people who make you feel like you need to be someone you're not. And nothing against these people who, like, you don't feel like you can be yourself around, but like, they just typically have different values than you do, and that's totally okay. Like, there's seven billion people in this world. Obviously, not every single one is going to be the right person for you, but surrounding yourself with positive people make such a difference in your life and that's something my dad told me growing up so much and I kind of never really understood it and I didn't really understand the impact it had but when you surround yourself with good people it's so good for you like that's where you thrive <laughs> and I think it makes a huge difference like I've become so confident this semester because I've been around people who make me feel like I can be myself and I I think that's really 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 important. And what I'm about to say kind of goes against uh like being around good people, but it's also really important. And it's to spend time alone with yourself and stop looking for validation from outside sources. Um before we even start talking about this topic, I will say that I'm so guilty of this. Like, as someone, nothing against my parents, but as someone who grew up being really invalidated by my parents, I constantly sought out to seek validation from peers, from guys, from girls, from friends, family members. Literally, I that's literally how I would go about my life. Like, I felt This was honestly unconscious, like, I didn't realize that I was actively needing validation until I got to know myself better, but I always felt like I needed someone else in my life to be happy, whether that be, like, a boyfriend or friends or whatever, I don't know, but I always felt like I needed someone to tell me, like, I was good enough or that I was valid or, like, stupid shit but like that I was pretty or like would comment on my Instagram photos um and I've recently been in quarantine for honestly about a month now and I've been I've had a lot of time to be by myself and I kind of like have started being alone and like validating myself like I've realized that I don't really need anyone else to tell me that like I'm good enough like I know that I'm good enough I don't know what changed in me recently but I think and I don't mean for this to sound pessimistic but people are never gonna be what you want them to be like you need to give yourself what you want out of this life because like no one else is gonna fulfill your expectations 100% and that sounds so like sad and I don't mean it to be sad I mean it more to be like you need to give yourself the stuff you need with that said it is a very slow process of being able to like fulfill yourself without the need of like external validation and I'm talking like I'm so perfect and I don't need anyone to validate me anymore and that's definitely not true like I still rely on my friends and family members for validation sometimes but i've realized like like spending time with yourself sometimes is the best way to start being confident like if you're alone you learn what you want and what you don't want and it's such a good like growing process in my opinion because looking for validation from outside sources can sometimes be a bit of a toxic cycle like you're not only causing detriment to your mental health but it's also like you're using other people and you don't want to do that you don't want to use someone else just for like the benefits they give you that's definitely not the type of relationships you should be building especially like going into adulthood as like young adults we should be focusing on creating fulfilling relationships where it's an equal amount of give and take. It shouldn't be all just like take. And I feel like so many of my friends and like, especially girls in university rely on guys for external validation. And they unconsciously realize that they do it. And it's so sad, like seeing some of my friends get sad over boys and, like, get sad because they feel like all of their worth is so, like, dependent from a guy. And it's just sad. Like, especially when the, those, type, those same girls who get sad over guys are literally, like, the best people I've ever met. And they don't see their worth. And it's like, you know what? Stop relying on guys and, like, other people for you to see how worth it you are. Like, why is that so normalized? Like, why can't we just tell ourselves, like, we're good enough and we're beautiful and we don't need a man? Like, okay, not fuck men, but like, like, stop relying on other people. (laughs) Like, it's just like, because it's not going to be a fulfilling relationship. If you get into a relationship with someone who's, who you just like, you rely on for your mental health, that's not going to end well. As everyone says in the media, so often you can't love someone else until you love yourself, and that is so true. I experienced that firsthand, and I'm not gonna get into it too much, but being in a relationship is not all it seems. You definitely need to focus on yourself first, and like, yes, it is uncomfortable being alone, and yes, it's not fun, and it's so much more fun and easy when someone else is validating you, but like, that is just a short-term solution and it's not going to be effective and I have kind of learned that and I've been being alone it's helped me really become confident and become the person that I want to be so with all of this being said and as I mentioned various times throughout this episode. I definitely still struggle with self confidence and I find it difficult to love and accept who I am. Like, I still have days where I can't even look in the mirror because I'm disgusted with who I am, but I also have days where I'm proud to be who I am and I really try to be easy on myself, and you should too if you're listening because I feel like everyone in this world has something unique to offer. And it's very easy to be hard on yourself. Um, I am definitely not perfect, but I feel like I've gotten more confident over the years by doing the things that I mentioned in this episode. And every day I actively try to work on myself and I try to be better, but I can't change who I am. And that's like kind of the biggest takeaway from this is you can't change who you are. And it's really easy to find your flaws, but like you can't change them. So just try and be easy on yourself and more accepting of yourself and surround yourself with people who are accepting of you too. Because if you're surrounded by people who are hard on you, it's so easy to be hard on yourself and like, excuse my language, but fuck that. Stop surrounding yourself with people who just bring you down. Life is way too short and way too pointless to be with people who are just bringing you down because the reality is- those people are just insecure themselves. And if we want to stop that cycle, we just need to work on ourselves. And I sound like a freaking Buddhist right now, but it's so true. And very and something I'm very passionate about. Um, so I'm going to wrap this episode up. Holy heck. <laughs> this has been a roller coaster and I am so grateful if you are still listening. I'm very excited to see where this podcast takes me and also please be easy on me if you listen to this because it's super hard opening up and being candid about yourself and your struggles and not saying I went into too much depth about my own struggles but I'm not really doing this for entertainment or for other people. I'm more doing this for myself as I said earlier on in the episode But again, I am open to any feedback that you may have, good or bad. Please reach out to me um, and reach out if you want me to talk about anything. I'm so open to that. Um, And I guess that's it. May to be real, Joni signing off. I will see you guys all in the next episode.